Support for this podcast and the following message comes from ProLogic Retail Services. ProLogic Retail Services is the largest third-party provider of loyalty and customer relationship marketing services for the independent grocery industry. They have a unique platform which analyzes shopper purchase data, identifying top shoppers and key segments to deliver targeted discounts, messages, coupons, fuel rewards, and more right at the POS. And there's a whole marketing services team to help you. Visit ProLogicRetail.com for details. ProLogic understands loyalty. Hey guys, Sterling here. Today we're talking about gathering, understanding, and using customer data, also known as loyalty. Customer-identified transaction data is increasingly used to power retail competition, leveraging customer intelligence into improved decision-making across the board. Marketing, merchandising, promotion planning, pricing, you name it, it can be used. Retail loyalty programs properly executed remain the most cost-effective method of capturing sufficient data to power customer-centric retailing. Today, we're in luck. We're with the man that started it all, Gary Hawkins. Gary, you are the man, the myth, the legend when it comes to loyalty. You got this whole thing kicked off in the early 90s. Take us back. So, you know, at that time, we, were, we launched one of the first loyalty programs in the U.S. And as a retailer, we knew there had to be a better way to compete than just on price. And we really believe that by learning about our customers, gathering this kind of detailed information about what they were buying, what they weren't buying, how often they were shopping, that that could provide us the fuel to change how we want the market. So for the first time, you had insight into almost the other half of your business. That's absolutely right. And that's a great way to think of it, right? It was very much like turning the lights on and having a completely new view to the retail business, right? Understanding not just products, but the customers behind those products. And this thing has evolved. It used to be all mass advertising, then it was best customers, then it's customer tiers, and today it's all about personalization, but underlying all of it is loyalty. Today, we're gonna talk about the top 10 things to look for when choosing that loyalty solution. Retail stores today especially supermarkets, have so much technology inside of those four walls, they're entirely dependent on them for going to market. When it comes to loyalty, the first thing you suggest we consider, Gary, is implementation, right? How does that mix with our current ecosystem? So retailers need to take time and review everything involved with implementing and deploying a loyalty program and solution. Everything from does the solution require any hardware to be installed at store level or at headquarters level? Does it involve integration with your POS system or other store systems? Who's responsible for that integration work? How long is it going to take? What is it going to cost? How is that paid for? Training for the retailer's associates, right? They can become your best salespeople for the program. You need to get them up to speed. Marketing support. You need to think through how you're going to launch the program and continue to market it ongoing. 
How long does it typically take for the solution provider to deploy the retailer? Is it 30 days? Is it 90 days? And how is the solution provider going to support you in an ongoing manner? So really, the bird's eye view of everything going on through the launch of the loyalty program, the integration, the people, the marketing, everything. Yes. Once you have the bird's eye view, you understand where everything is fitting in. The thing to really drill into first is the second on our top 10 list, and that's enrollment. How do you get your customers engaged? So retailers need to sit down with their solution provider and understand all the different ways a customer can enroll in their program. Can it be done through the retailer's website? Can it be done through the retailer's mobile app or a mobile responsive website? Can it be done in lane as the customer is checking out? As long as it's not going to slow down the lane. That's right. But if it can be done, great way to do it. Get a lot of customers uh, on the program very quickly. Some solutions still require a customer to fill out a piece of paper. That, that information then has to be key entered. right? And also think about, are you enrolling the individual shopper or are you enrolling the household? And what's more, once you have them enrolled, how do they update their profile information when their address changes, their lifestyle changes? They need some place to go to communicate that. Yes. And lastly, does the solution support enrollment using social media, like your Facebook credentials? And that brings up our third point, the customer ID. What are they actually using, either in lane or potentially even online as well, to identify themselves? And there's a growing number of choices here. Traditionally, loyalty programs have used a barcoded card or a key tag. Many times, several cards or key tags issued as sort of a family pack. Now, while that can be cost-effective, and a lot of retailers have used this, you're identifying all the members of the household as one you're not identifying the individual people within that household, mm -hmm. right? Cards also can be costly, and that's something for retailers to consider. Not only that initial cost, but customers are losing those cards regularly. You constantly are getting new customers, so you're going to have to continuously have a supply of those cards to hand out. And there's so many new options, though, on that front. I've seen barcodes on mobile phones. I've seen them in mobile apps. I've seen RFID used, NFC used. It really doesn't matter how you're identifying that consumer, just so long as they have a, quote, unique ID. That's right. As long as you're identifying them accurately and consistently. One of the other methods that we're seeing used a lot is the shopper's telephone number. More specifically, we recommend their mobile telephone number because typically today, every individual has their own phone, their own phone number, right? Now, that becomes dependent upon the integration with your point-of-sale system, but phone numbers are a very popular option today. And customers can remember them. Absolutely. After you have your customer ID in place, you understand how you're going to identify the shoppers. Then it's all about how you talk to them. And this is number four on the list. What are the communication touch points? So retailers need to talk with their solution providers and understand what touch points they support. For example, do they support 
providing information to the customer back through your website, through a mobile app, printed on the receipt at checkout. Evaluate a solution in terms of what communication channels are supported. For example, does the loyalty solution integrate to your website, to email, to mobile or mobile app to provide information to the customer? Can they print messages on the bottom of the receipt at checkout? This becomes really important as you begin running different loyalty programs like a points program or fuel rewards. You need to let customers know where they stand on these things. Once the pipes of communication are in place, you've got that communication channel open with customers. The next questions have to do with what are you pushing through them? How are you changing, influencing, impacting that customer's behavior? So number five on the list is looking at using currency. So a loyalty program, really you're establishing another currency to use with your customers. And this is a relatively easy area because there's only two choices. You can either use a points-based program where customers earn some number of points based on their spending, for example, one point for every dollar, or you're going to execute your loyalty programs using dollars, right? Spend $300 in the next three months, get X. Do you ever recommend one over the other? So ideally, the loyalty solution that you choose supports both. So you have both options available to you. And I think there's a time and place for each. Points programs provide a lot of flexibility. You can vary the rate at which customers earn points. For example, maybe it's a dollar or a point for every dollar. But on Wednesdays, they can earn double points if Wednesday is a slow day and you want to try to drive traffic there. Or you can award bonus points for buying specific products instead of giving a discount. So that's a very important point, and it's, it needs to change. You always want to keep the customer engaged with what's new, or they start taking it for granted. That's absolutely correct, and that's one of the things we learned a long time ago, that you need to keep it fresh. Doing the same thing over and over day after day gets old, and shoppers will lose interest. So you need the flexibility. Points can help do that, but also mixing it up between points and dollar-based programs can help accomplish the same thing. So with either points or dollar-based currency, you need to decide what is the reward the customer's going to get? How do you change, how do you impact that customer's behavior? And that's number six. So rewards can include the use of points to reduce the price or to get a free product. For example, redeem 50 points and save 75 cents, or redeem 500 points and get a free gallon of milk. Points can also be redeemed for a savings voucher, good on a future trip. Or you can provide instant discounts at checkout. Now, this requires POS integration, right? But you can extend special savings to your customers as a reward. Right, so you're going to want to plan what kinds of campaigns, what kinds of rewards you're going to want to run up front so you can talk with your solution provider about how that's going to work within your ecosystem. Yes. And campaigns in general are a much larger story. In fact, that's number seven on our list. What kinds of campaigns can you run to impact that shopper behavior even further? So what you're seeking to do with a loyalty program is get your customers to do more shopping with you, 
to spend more with you, shop more often with you. There are many different ways you can approach this. Some of those include uh, things as simple as a punch program, buy 10, get one free, or different clubs, a pet club or a baby club. For every $100 you spend on uh, pet uh, food, you get a $10 savings certificate. You can create continuity programs. For example, spend $300 over the next 60 days, get a free Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, and there's a number of different types of campaigns we've cataloged in the scorecard that's worth checking out. Tell us about some of the more successful campaigns you've seen out there. So some of the areas retailers need to be focused on here are thinking outside the box and understanding how they can use different services, privileges, and recognition to motivate their shoppers. For example, I had a a terrific client some years back that on Valentine's Day, they would deliver to their top 10 customers of each store a bouquet of roses. I love that. This was a fabulous program. No one had done something like this before at the time. It got all sorts of media attention, brought all sorts of good press to the retailer, and what a feeling of of loyalty it inspired in those customers to those stores. If only social media was around back then. It would have gone viral. (laughs) Now, but also think about different services or privileges you can extend to your customers. So, for example... If a best customer uh, is in the store, they can get a free cup of coffee. Or you maybe provide them free knife sharpening out of your meat department or butcher shop. Think outside the box. With a sense of the kinds of campaigns you're going to want to run and the kinds of rewards you're going to want to have in place, an important thing to consider is what are the tools or what is the dashboard you use to create and manage all of that? And that's number eight, campaign tools. So some solutions provide a self-serve capability where you as the retailer can use a portal or a dashboard to create, set up, and manage your own program, your own promotions. Other solutions require you as the retailer to work with an account manager or someone on the solution provider's team to set up and create and manage those programs. In a increasingly popular capability is this in-store parallel of drip marketing, using a customer's behavior in the store to automatically trigger a campaign or offer. So a great example of that would be a new customer offer. So the first time the system sees that new customer ID, it automatically triggers some type of new customer message, reward, offer, whatever it may be. Right. Now, something to keep in mind when you think about your dashboard is who's going to run it. Are you working with your solution provider and their team to run these campaigns? Do you have somebody in-house, full-time, focused on these things? Or is it something that you're outsourcing to another third party? And my take on that is for any size retailer over time is you begin to understand the importance and the power of customer intelligence, that you're going to want that capability in-house. Next comes reporting. Number nine, understanding what reports and analytics the solution provider makes available to you as part of their standard offering, and what's the opportunity to develop some custom reports. 
So retailers really need to focus on this area and sit down with a solution provider and go through each of the different reports they provide you. At the very least, and especially important early on, but even in mature programs, you want a report that shows you what portion of your sales, what portion of your transactions you're identifying to shoppers in your program each day, each week, and over time. And some of the more advanced solutions for some of their more advanced users actually make available a business intelligence tool enabling you to do some of your own ad hoc analysis, customized reporting. So beyond understanding what rates you're identifying customers at, you want to begin to understand your different types of customers, creating some type of customer segments that provide a customer inventory. What's a gold customer? Maybe it's a customer that spends over $100 per month, a silver customer, and so on. I need reporting that shows me this month how many of each of those different types of customers I have and how is that changing over time so I can evaluate how successful my program is being in creating more loyal customers. Number 10 is the million dollar question. What does it all cost? How do the providers actually price this? So there's a number of factors here the retailer needs to work through with the solution provider they're talking with. There most likely are going to be some kind of one-time setup or integration fees. Are there any fees related to any hardware that has to be deployed in the stores or at the headquarters? There's most likely going to be some type of ongoing licensing fee. Typically, this is based on the number of stores and it's so much per store per month. There may be professional services fees for providing consulting work, ongoing support to you, and so on. It really all does matter on what your environment is today. Every ecosystem is different. Like we were saying before, every retailer has a different mix of technology within their four walls. And so the pricing is going to depend entirely on your application. So understand what these different types of fees are, what they mean for you and your business. And don't overlook and specifically ask about any transaction-based fees. Some solution providers will have some type of transaction-based fee component, sometimes tied to offer targeting or offer redemption. Understand what that looks like. Another related area is to ask if there are any transaction-based fees related to email or text messaging. Beyond the top 10 things we suggest retailers look at, there's a couple of additional areas to pay attention to. The first is the company stability. With Silicon Valley getting more and more involved in retail, especially supermarket retail, you want to make sure the loyalty company you're engaging with is solid. So understand things like how long they've been, been in business, how large an organization they have, uh, how they're funded, and also spend time talking with them about their future product roadmap. To your point, Sterling, retail is being more and more driven by technology today. So understand the solution provider's product roadmap, what new capabilities are they working on developing, what do they think is going to be important in the days to come. The second is something we as retailers know all too well, data security. Make sure that that customer's data, your data as a retailer, is secure. 
So this is highly important. You are capturing personally identifiable information from your customers. At the very least, probably their name, phone number, email, possibly their address, and other things. You need to really drill the solution provider how they address security of that information because it's most likely sitting on their services or it's sitting in the cloud. You need to understand what safeguards they have in place, how they ensure the security of that data because it's your data. And you can ask the solution provider to provide security audits and any certifications they might have around that. So definitely check that out. The last is really a roadmap question. As we get into personalization, additional customization, and so on, how does your loyalty solution plug into machine learning and artificial intelligence tools? So this space is moving very, very fast. And we are seeing the application of artificial intelligence and machine learning to more and more areas, more and more solutions. This is a very complex area, and we decided it was too much to include in this loyalty buying guide. CART will be addressing this in an upcoming guide where we're going to try to go deeper on this technology, the different types of solutions coming into the market, and how these things power up very sophisticated marketing personalization. Gary, it's your view that loyalty, customer data, is critical for going to market today. Why? So retail competition is powered by customer intelligence today. You have to look no further than what Kroger has accomplished over the past 10 or 15 years with their customer first initiative. They're now at 50 consecutive quarters of same-store sales growth. That is purely driven by their customer focus, leveraging all the data they have on their customers to make decisions in targeted marketing, loyalty efforts, in merchandising decisions, and so on. But just as important today is brick-and-mortar supermarket retailers having to compete with companies like Amazon. These are purely digital companies that have grown up using this kind of data in every decision they make. Gary, thanks for spending some time today talking us through the top 10 things to consider when looking at a loyalty solution. We'll be back in the coming weeks, coming months with a bunch of new cool content to check out. Like what you're hearing? Tell your friends and colleagues. Your reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on the CART website, advancingretail.org, are greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening.